Last week, 16 media outlets reported they have over 50,000 phone numbers potentially targeted by an Israeli spyware. The spyware is virtually indetectable and gives the operator access to every piece of data on a smartphone. This surveillance spyware is called Pegasus, and it's a powerful tool for espionage and data gathering created by an Israeli tech company, NSO Group. The investigation conducted by these media outlets is titled Project Pegasus, and it includes Le Monde, The Guardian, and The Washington Post. It's coordinated by the Forbidden Stories organization, and it's published in partnership with Amnesty International. The report confirms that Pegasus is a global phone hacking platform, and it validates the concerns about privacy-abusing tools created by the digital surveillance industry. The report makes it impossible to justify these invasions of privacy in the name of national security or the hunt for terrorists and criminal gangs. Cyber surveillance is nothing new. The U.S. intelligence agencies like the NSA and CIA use surveillance tools extensively. The Five Eyes Military Intelligence Alliance of Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the US have intelligence agreements with dozens of nations, some of which are Pegasus customers. But the novelty of Pegasus is it allows smaller countries and corporations which don't have the capacity and budget of the NSA to equip themselves with a powerful electronic espionage system and to circumvent any and all privacy laws. This is how Pegasus works. The spyware is loaded onto a target's smartphone thanks to security flaws in mobile devices that have yet to be detected by the developers. These flaws are called zero-day flaws. In fact, there are regular contests around the world for hackers to discover these flaws. They can sometimes resell them on zero-day markets, completely legally, where they are bought, often by the publishers themselves, so they can correct the flaws, and sometimes for several millions of dollars. One of the key features of Pegasus is that it's indetectable to the average smartphone user. In contrast to the previous version of the software, with the latest version of Pegasus, the target doesn't have to click on any links, open any emails, or do anything accidentally to install the spyware on their phone. The operator of the spyware has access to everything on the target's phone. They can see the contact list, all messages, even on encrypted applications like Signal, photos, videos, emails, everything that the smartphone user sees. The software collects all content on the phone and has other features like remote activation of the microphone and camera. Pegasus is a product of the Israeli company NSO Group, based in Silicon Wadi the Silicon Valley of the Jewish state. NSO Group was founded by three people, Niv Karmi, Shalev Julio, and Omri Lavi, in 2009. Their company name, NSO, is derived from their first names, Niv, Shalev, and Omri. Initially, their startup company developed technology that recognized objects in a video and proposed links for a user to buy them. When founder Niv jumped ship, the company evolved as Shalev and Omri surrounded themselves with some of the most talented hackers in the world, former military personnel, and former officers of the Israeli Secret Service. It was in the early 2010s that Pegasus seduced its first client, the Mexican government, or rather, Maria, as they called the client in their internal memos. Since then, at least a dozen countries use Pegasus on targets in more than 50 countries. 
If you ask the founders of Pegasus for the main use of their tool, they will answer that it was created to fight terrorism and organized crime. Their primary goal, they say, is to save lives. Except that Pegasus's clients do not limit themselves to this use only. Mexico, for example, uses it to fight drug trafficking, but also to place journalists and political opponents under surveillance. This is not an isolated case, and this is what the investigation conducted by the Pegasus Project proves. The company behind Pegasus, the NSO Group, claims to have a strict code of ethics in place and claims to be regulated by the authorities of the countries where it exports its products. Pegasus was in the headlines in 2018, following the murder of Saudi dissident Jamal Khashoggi. In fact, if you haven't done so, listen to our fifth episode, which tells the story of Jamal Khashoggi's incredible murder. To make a long story short, in 2018, Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi was murdered and dismembered in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul by a team of 15 hitmen sent by the kingdom. Before his murder, Jamal Khashoggi was in frequent contact with Omar Abdulaziz, a Saudi dissident exiled in Montreal. They exchanged messages criticizing Saudi Arabia and Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Two months after Jamal's murder, Omar filed a complaint against NSO Group, claiming that his phone was infected by Pegasus on behalf of Saudi Arabia. At the time, NSO Group responded that there was no evidence that Omar Abdulaziz's phone was infected by their spyware. And in response to the victims of similar human rights abuses, NSO has claimed that they were either collateral damage of legitimate surveillance operations or victims of a one-off slip-up by unscrupulous clients. Except the investigation conducted by Project Pegasus proves that this abuse is now the norm and that Pegasus is widely used to violate privacy. Going back to Hashoji, the Pegasus Project proved that his wife and fiancée, Hanan al-Atar, and Hatija Jingiz were both targeted by the spyware. Other relatives of the Saudi journalists were also reportedly targeted by Pegasus. It seems that the Saudi Arabian contract with Pegasus was halted after the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, but this only lasted for a short while. After a few months, Saudi access to Pegasus was restored for diplomatic reasons. The company behind Pegasus works hand-in-hand -hand with the Israeli Ministry of Defense, which decides which countries can access the Pegasus spyware. For example, the government of Azerbaijan is a Pegasus client, and it's unlikely that this contract was approved at random. The government in Baku has been providing Israel with a privileged observation post on neighboring Iran for years. NSO Group has reportedly blocked attempts to monitor China, the United States, and Russia, which are considered too politically sensitive. It's also unlikely that the intelligence services of these nations need the software provided by Pegasus to achieve similar goals. Hanan al-Atar and Hatija Jingiz are among the long list of 50,000 phone numbers that have been potentially targeted by Pegasus. On this list are journalists, heads of government, including French President Emmanuel Macron, who was allegedly spied on by Morocco, humanitarian workers, lawyers, doctors, political opponents in various countries. Cecilio Pineda Birto is a Mexican journalist who was murdered a few months after his name appeared on the list. The Dalai Lama's relatives are on the list since he himself does not have a smartphone. Princess Latifa, daughter of the Emir of Dubai who has claimed to be imprisoned by her father, is on the list. The head of the Paris football team, PSG, is on the list. 
So is the founder of the encrypted messaging app, Telegram. According to NSO Group, about 40 governments have acquired Pegasus. How many are using it to subvert the rule of law? According to the Project Pegasus investigation, almost all of them, including the so-called democracies. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family.